Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know where I get that from? I actually get that from Vince Russo when he says hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. So I, that rubbed off on me. Today is Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. I hope I got the episode number right. Episode number 28 of the morning warm up with Stevie Richards. I got that name right too. So I wanted to thank everybody for being here. I want to talk about how grateful I am for you being here, especially on this particular morning. I'm sure everybody's exhausted by this point. Exhausted, exhausted, and more exhausted. And the funny thing about YouTube and social media at this point in the world is I can't say exactly what we're exhausted about, but everybody knows. even bringing up the name or the title or the keyword social media or the word shadow band in this video, in this audio could hurt the possibility that you could watch it on demand or listen to it on demand. If you're here live, like you are every day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time, thank you. And if you're able to hear this or watch this on demand, Thank you for subscribing, clicking the bell to get notified, all that good stuff. So the title of this video is The Double-Edged Sword of Social Media. Like I said, to start, everybody is probably unbelievably exhausted from the year I might not even be allowed to talk about. I'm not, I may not even be allowed to say 2020, but we're going to talk about it in this episode. We're going to talk about everything that I can talk about, that I want to talk about. Social media, like I said in the description, can be an amazing tool for positivity, productivity, even financial freedom. I do utilize social media. I have utilized social media, and I'll get into where I currently am in that struggle A lot of people have searched for Stevie Richards, maybe not even Stevie Richards Fitness. A lot of people have searched Force USA because they want to start their home gym. And my name will come up in the search engine optimization. Also, you've probably heard it, SEO, that's what it is. Keyword searches, things like that, algorithms. I've been very blessed and I'm very grateful for the, the success over the past two to three, even four years and social media has played a part in that. But also, like I say in the title, it is a double-edged sword. And I'm sure everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about, how you can, I was talking about in the past two episodes, making effective use of your time, as well as quality versus quantity. And it's so easy for us to get caught up because our human nature is we want approval you want acceptance. Everybody, to some degree, wants people to like them. Now, whether you end up caring or not caring after a certain amount of time of being either cynical, grizzled, have the perspective you need to just kind of get down to business and, and look at it a very logical way, the struggle is always there. And especially in the fitness world and especially in the content creation world, people have to sort of like you. I mean, some people might tune in because 
they hate me or they dislike me or they just want to listen to what I have to say so they can thumbs down or say a comment uh, that tries to ruin my day. Same thing happens across Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And this exhaustion isn't so much from that, but just the exhaustion of the hamster wheel of the things that have happened and the Vince McMahon used to call it mental masturbation because we can sit here and talk about it all day, but how can we make it better? And how can we have a solution right here and there rather than talking about it all the time? My guess is, like I said, that you're all exhausted as much or more so than I am because I have disconnected from social media to some extent. This show, The Morning Warm-Up, has had little to no promotion. Maybe the first couple times I put up an Instagram story, and then I think I put up one clip on an Instagram post, and I posted a couple times on Facebook, and I really didn't even tweet anything out. I haven't been on Twitter to any degree for well over a year. And that year has flown by, by the way, without having to do checks on timelines or anything like that. I much prefer people to probably email, email me directly with any kind of communication or any kind of questions. And people have done that. So it, it's still benefited my business models to maybe more of an extent because then the people who really want to contact me and really want help or really want information on Stevie Richards Fitness and or home gym equipment, they're not anonymous. So they have a, a more authentic communication. And it might think it might seem like in this episode, I'm throwing a lot of negative connotations out there and negative examples, but there's a positive lesson to be learned from this. The fact that where I'm at right now in my life, that I'm almost going in reverse, being the guy that used to want to have the newest technology products, the guy who wanted to have the newest audio, video, computer, iPad, iPhone, whatever it might be. And I still have an interest in looking at that to help my workflow. But like in the other episode, I said, it's really not as a whole something that deserves the attention to make effective use of my time. In the background, I can tighten up my workflow and have fun and experiment and learn new stuff. But as far as getting the word out and doing these things, I have to figure out what's the, the balance with that. Because essentially when I look at it, am I really a tech guy anymore? Or am I presented as a fitness pundit or a fitness enthusiast? Do people search more for what they want from me for home gym advice or what they want for Stevie Richards fitness programs? Yes. And that's a, that's a great choice to have. But I can also get caught up and look at it and say, wow, let me scroll through Instagram and see how many likes and comments I have. Let's see how many people say that they really like my picture. Let's see how many people have said that or shared or did any of these other things that hopefully will get that quote viral video or post. And that's all good too, because a lot of business conversions and sales conversions can come from that. So that's the double-edged sword to me because I have to balance how much am I going to put into this as opposed to, number one, if people can see it and benefit from it, 
and then one a one B am I going to be able to feel like I'm being productive and having a positive influence within the scope of these platforms? Very, very difficult because in this year and in this past few weeks or months or every or the weeks and months to come, people are going to sound off as they have done on each supposed side of what's going on. And that's by design. If you watch the Netflix uh, movie, which I need to watch, my wife has watched more of it than I have, The Social Dilemma. And from what I understand, it uses algorithms to kind of modify your behavior. Fascinating and terrifying at the same time. Like I said, I'm throwing a lot of kind of negative, scary things out there, but there's a positive lesson to be learned because without these kinds of things to come across your door or in front of your face or throughout the experiences in your life, how else are you going to know what is right for you? In other words, like I said, finding your niche is more about sometimes finding out what you're not meant to do and what you do not want to do in order to find out what you do indeed want to do. Now, if you don't have a business, if I didn't have a business and I didn't have an online presence where I actually do make money, talking about podcasting with Vince Russo, Ben Hameen, Sal, Papadon, even podcasting with my wife for Career Junkie Podcast, and then of course, uh, the home gym sales affiliate income that I earn. And also, of course, Stevie Richards Fitness, which is the central hub of everything I do as far as a business. I'd probably get rid of this, this iPhone. I'd probably get an old Nokia 3350. I'd probably get a flip phone even with no data plan. And I would do what my wife and I are probably planning to do anyway if we can find reliable internet for our businesses, I would move and I would probably even, dare I say, build a log cabin or build a small homestead and we would live there and we would disconnect completely from social media and actually live probably a more fulfilling life. Now, I'm not saying that, see, this is the double-edged sword. This is the tightrope that I walk in every single episode here on the morning warm-up. Technology is amazing. I, I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to be old enough to remember when there were no computers, much less mobile devices or tablets of any sort, even cell phones. I remember when I have to, had to go to the library to write a term paper, which I don't even know if term paper is an actual way of describing what you need to do, but we would write term papers. And when I would hear the word essay, I would be scared because I would have to write a lot of words and I would have to do the outlines and all these other things manually without an app. I don't have to physically try to find where in the library I needed to go. Not looking it up on an app, I would have to learn the Dewey Decimal System. I can't even pronounce it, the Dewey Decimal System. And I'll have to find it myself. Now, I don't really long for those days. I know a lot of people 
would say, oh, that, those were the days and that, that was this. No, we live in an amazing time in an amazing world where there are an indefinite amount of tools that can be used for good or be used for evil. These social media tools that we have before us, this, this is what I'm doing here right now, how I'm talking to you, either live or on demand. It's amazing that it can even happen. It's amazing that there is a pipe that provides data that anywhere in the world you can instantly send a message out like I am right now, and you can instantly receive it if you choose to get notified, no matter where you are in the world. That's amazing. And that power can be used for an amazing amount of good. And that's the double-edged sword. And it seems like the other edge of the sword is where social media tends to go because it's human nature. Listen, <laughs> this is the funny thing. I, and I haven't said this before. I think I might've said it on uh, another podcast with Ben and maybe about the, the conspiracy horseman, but there was a time last year, I believe, but it seems like time flies. It might've been last year or the year before that I was approached by ECW press and by a really great guy, Ross, who wrote Bob Holly's book. He wrote Al Snow's book. And they were interested. He was more interested than ECW Press, but they were interested in doing a book about me, which I was automatically uncomfortable with because it was like my story has not yet been written and I'm not past that. I'm kind of in the middle of stuff. So I don't quite have the perspective of being past the point to write or even have Ross write an autobiography because I it was ghostwritten. I wasn't going to sit there. Told you about the essays and the term papers. I wasn't going to sit there and uh, and write it out myself. So I was excited in a way. My wife said it would be a great opportunity. I was very uncomfortable at the same time because deep down I knew my story didn't have the standard struggles of drug addiction, alcoholism. Uh, debauchery or any of these other things that, that entertainment sports or sports entertainment has in it to, to gain the interest, the train wreck scenario that we watch with the Kardashians and all the reality shows. And it still seems to be by now it's now it's 24 hour news cycle. It seems to be the train wreck is what people are very attracted to. So Ross was very excited. Great guy. Still keep in touch with him. He sends me copies of other books, which was very nice of him. But my story wasn't interesting enough and interesting in quotes for people that are in the online space, let's say in social media to gain the traction because it's too normal of a story. It's too positive in a way. And I've had my ups and downs. It's not been completely easy. There are struggles, but it didn't, it didn't go down with what society found to be interesting. And that, that kind of like really is a good analogy with social media. I'll give you an example about it too. Whenever I post something super positive or, you know, the way I'm feeling, the way I try to feel every morning before I come on here and the, the reason why I want to be accountable by doing the morning warm up, and, and I think people who tune in feel the same way. It's a great start to your day because you know throughout the day you're going to have 
the social media double-edged sword more so on the side of the train wrecks, more so on the side of something not authentic either. You're talking about filters. You're talking about the comparison of thief of joy, these struggles within yourself to still try to end the day as good as you may start it, whether it be with this show or anything else. But I will post, and it's so funny, I will post something as an experiment just something super positive or something just in general, just trying to, to send a positive message and it will gain no likes and no comments. I will post a meme that's kind of snarky, cynical, like I said, about the 3am workouts or something where I make fun of myself and something like that will garner 10, 15, 20 times the traction and likes and comments and shares than the general message that I would try to put out. And maybe that's why in a way, maybe it's not right, but I've said, oh, I'm not going to post today on Instagram. I don't feel like it. Or maybe sometimes I'll say, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll post and I have these, these waves of either I'll post uh, stories and, and Instagram and Facebook. And like I said, I don't go to Twitter unless it's an automated post. I will just more times than not, if you notice, if you follow me on Instagram, especially I'll just check out or I won't even care to post it. And that's not a selfish thing. That's more of, I can communicate directly with people that email me more and more. It, it, it has shifted. I have more personal communication with people that will email me. And then I will get Instagram messages as well. And even Facebook messages that I do check. And then I can communicate directly and not anonymously with people on that vein, but it's still a struggle to pick this up. I want to put it down and keep it right over there because I still see myself sometimes scroll, scroll, scroll. It's not healthy. It is not healthy at all. People have said too, like that, that we're going to get chipped and all these other conspiracy theories. And just by saying that word could get this shadow banned, by the way. Uh, but I feel like this is this is enough right here just because people carry it, people check it, people voluntarily have carried this around to be, uh, to be the product as the social dilemma as I want to watch it, probably maybe even right after this show. As I, as I look at that, you know, we're being treated like the product. And it's pretty much... It's a scary thing, but but like I said in the beginning, it might have a lot of negative connotation, a lot of negative type of warnings, but it, there's a positive lesson to be learned from all this. There really is. And this might not be, like I said, some of these episodes will be more nuts and bolts with a little bit of inspiration because I think the fact that we all struggle with this because I do get more, I do get a lot of emails from people that say, you have it together. I, I wish I could be like you. And I'm so uncomfortable to even say that because it, it just, when people say like, wow, you all, you got your stuff together and it, it looks so easy when you do it. And we all have the same struggles. We're all not that much different. We may look different. We may have different places in the current situations in our, in our society or in our world at this moment, which can always change one way or the other. 
but we're all basically the same when it comes down to it. We all have the same fears. We all have the same, in a lot of ways, sense of unfulfillment, which is also another thing with social media that can be very dangerous, uh, not feeling fulfilled at all when you're picking up this phone and you're constantly looking at people that are putting across, quite frankly, not an authentic life, not one that are actually living or maybe they're overcompensating by posting how great their life is and it could be terrible. And I pray they get out of that. And I pray that they, we all try to have more authentic representations of our lives. And that's the double-edged sword of social media. This would probably be a, be a bad time to say, follow me on Instagram and <laughs> subscribe and click the bell to get notified. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm really grateful and I have my wife to thank for this. It's great to have somebody in your life, no matter what, if it be a friend, a spouse, a loved one, a mother, a father, a son, a daughter, whatever it might be, to have somebody that can kind of be, let's use a Star Trek reference. They can be your number one to your Picard. So if you were the captain, number one is Will Riker. And Will Riker, the number one, the first officer of the Enterprise, was there to give Captain Picard alternative theories to be the devil's advocate, so to say. When Picard was about to make a decision or think through a decision, Riker was there to say, what about this? Or this is what you're doing, Captain. And my wife has pointed out things that might be a little uncomfortable in me at times that at the time I might, I might not react in the most grateful way. I'm not saying I lash out at it, but, but I'm just, it, it's just uncomfortable to feel like, Hey, you're picking your phone up a lot today. You're checking your phone a lot. Um, are you checking Instagram? And these are things over time that have changed my behavior in a very more fulfilling way. Instead of being on the phone, looking to my left as I sit there next to my wife and just look at her and say, this is, this is real life and this is great. This is my life. And I have somebody here that if I look like I'm even falling into something like some kind of behavior of the, the vanity metrics or the, the, the time suck of social media or things that aren't productive or making an effective use of my time, I have somebody there in the real version of my life that can reel me back in and put me back on the course. And I'm eternally grateful for that. I'm grateful for each and every one of you who are here live or watching or listening on demand because you've created the structure in my life and you've created the meaning in my life too to come here every morning, Monday through Friday, and have a purpose. I can sit here, I can work out and say that I'm going to really make the most out of my day. But when I have to sit or stand or before I go to bed, I have to think about the next day and how I'm going to convey a message to you and a message to myself that can hopefully make the world a little bit better of a place or at least my world and maybe another person's, maybe just one person's world a little bit better of a place. And we all have feelings like we're, we're not doing that. We all have feelings like 
day to day, like it's not making a difference. But over these past 28 episodes and moving forward, it just feels like it's making a little bit more of a positive difference. And like I said, I get, I get as much out of this as you do, if not more. And I'm grateful for the fact that you give me this platform to talk about these things. And like I said, some days it'll be more nuts and bolts and a little bit more of how I'm a little bit passionate or a lot passionate in a different way. But it all comes out to try to have a positive lesson, a positive outcome, a positive step moving forward for us all to have a more fulfilling life while we're here. So thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. I am grateful. Remember, you can always reach out to me, Stevie Richards Fitness at gmail.com. I'm also grateful for everybody that has used the codes and links in the description below. Your support is always appreciated and I wouldn't be at this point without the support of people like you and everybody else in my life. Thank you guys. God bless you. Have a great day.